What's Good Podcast. Are you ready? Your number one source. To all the keys in the industry. With Brianna Javon. It's the What's Good Podcast. What's good? Hey ladies and gents, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of What's Good Podcast. We are here for season three. I am so, so, so excited. Um, As you guys know, I do not have interviews. Instead, I have genuine conversation with you guys and gals. So let's get into it. Today, I have my first guest for season three, Trocon in the building. How are you? What's good? What's good? Yes. See what I did there? Yeah, I saw what you did there. I appreciate that. It's a, um, if you guys been listening to season one, season two, we're not changing up a thing. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started with our icebreakers. Are you prepared? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. So for you, if you can invite three people to dinner, living, dead, fictional, or real, who would it be? And that's three. Three people to dinner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. That was a tough one. All right, let me think about this. Oh, yeah, let's go um, with, like, let's say the the socioeconomic climate in America. So let's say... Okay. Uh, um, let's say I want Marcus Garvey. Okay. Frederick Douglass. Nice. And then William V.S. Tubman. Okay, I have to know why those three. Okay, so uh, Marcus Garvey, because I feel like out of uh, black leaders, you know, mm-hmm. um, an idealist, mm-hmm. um, he's probably the least talked about in my personal opinion, mm. or at least for me, I'm very, uh, I'm not educated about him, but I am um, intrigued by mm. his perspective, right? Makes so sense. Pan-Africanism. Uh, Frederick Douglass, because um, that's probably one of my uh favorite leaders or uh, black figures at the time honestly i read the narrative life of frederick Douglass mm-hmm. uh once every year okay uh, so it gives me perspective so i'm very familiar with his story so to say oh i could actually have a conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then what's the conversation between frederick Douglass, who experienced slavery and marcus garvey who was who came from haiti mm-hmm. you know he was fresh out of slavery and was like no we need to start our own nation right mm-hmm. and then the third would be william vs tubman who was the president of liberia for 26 years yeah. and he was the president of um and african country and you know i'm liberian so mm-hmm. to put those three heads there and say all right he led it mm-hmm. This guy talked about it. Mm-hmm. And then, Freddie, what you got to say from actually being a part of it, right? Right. You know, I think that would be a very interesting conversation. I agree. I like that. I would want to be a fly in the room with that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to cook. Oh! <laughs> we don't eat. And with you being Liberian, this past Sunday was Independence Day, right? It was, it was. What July did you 26. do? Even though it's, you know, a pandemic or whatever. But what did you do? Oh, this was my... Um, I'll say maybe the slowest okay. 26 I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a pool party, but it wasn't as big as I've done in the past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think the celebration was because my youngest cousin got married the day before. Mm-hmm. So we had, you know, the wedding festivities, Friday, Saturday. Then the 26, I'm just, I'm not as young as I used to be. Ah. So we had to tone it down. <laughs> Something had to give. Right. Know, something had to give. So mm-hmm. next year, uh, it's going to be big. Nice. Yeah. All right, so let's get into our genuine conversation. Mm-hmm. Who is Trocon? Who are you? Who is Trocon? Um, Man with many hats. <laughs> too many hats. <laughs> um, I think first I'm a, I'm a son. Mm-hmm. I'm a father. I'm a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, once upon a time, I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say I'm a retired engineer. Okay. That's my past life. Yeah. So yeah, I try yeah. to leave it in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I've coined the term freelance entrepreneur. So that's exactly what we're going to get into right. because me already knowing some stuff about you. When I heard you tell me, you know, I was an athlete, breed engineer, this, this, and that, I'm like, what was the transition like? Because none of those fields really go together from being an athlete mm-hmm. to being an engineer. Mm-hmm. 
now digital marketing, freelancer, I mean, all that good stuff. What was the transition like? Um, it's never easy. Mm -hmm. um, I like to say, like, sometimes I'm just a glutton for punishment. Mm. So um, through transitioning, I've actually gotten good at transitioning. Mm, that makes sense. Break that down, though. Right. Um, so with me being an athlete um, mm. and, and being in locker rooms and, and being around different personalities, you learn how to work with different types of people. Makes sense. You know, and then I play football, so that's the ultimate team game. So um, some of the skills you learn there and working with people, it's easily transferable, whether it's in corporate America or whether it's in your business. Mm -hmm. Just understanding how to read a person, how to really support and help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think those skills, like, exponential there in everything that I do um, but the mentality that comes from being an athlete of just wanting to do better what does it take attention to detail um, I was fortunate enough uh, to have played for uh, Euless Trinity here mm -hmm. and we had amazing coaches and uh, my head football coach went to the Hall of Fame right mm -hmm. uh, but the lessons that we learned you know when I was playing football I think is what allowed me uh, to maybe ascend, you know, as far mm -hmm. as just the mentality of what it takes to just be great at anything. So uh, for us to be so successful in high school, it wasn't just X's and O's. There was a lot of conversations about mental toughness mm -hmm. and paying attention to detail and mm -hmm. what's the film study, what's the work after work. Right. To be this good, you have to come in before school at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. After practice, you still got to go and lift some more weights. It's yeah. like that work ethic, that mentality, you know, whatever you apply it to, good things are gonna happen, mm. correct? Mm -hmm. So even when I transitioned, I never lost that mentality. Makes sense. You know, so um, for me, football was cut short in college. I actually was diagnosed with an enlarged heart and oh, the wow. doctors told me I couldn't play football anymore. Mm -hmm. So at that point, um, I had two decisions. I could either cry about it, you know, mm -hmm. or you, you know, you move on, so. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up taking school more seriously, applied to grad school, got in, and then now grad school is my football field, you know, engineering was my football field, so mm -hmm. studying nonstop, just trying to be competitive, trying to be the best in the classroom, and I wasn't, I was pretty bad. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, but um, you learn, you learn to make it, right? You mm -hmm. learn to make it, and then from there, uh, going to my career, now I'm an engineer, mm -hmm. and there are different things that come with that. So even when you're transitioning, once you've done something for so long, um, you take on an identity. Right. If that makes sense, right? right? So if you think about um, any child who's been playing any sport since Little League, you know, mm -hmm. if I meet you in, at 15 years old and I say, what do you do? The first thing I say is, I'm a football player. Mm -hmm. I'm a basketball player. Well, yeah, I played football till 22. So even going into grad school, if you asked me what I did, it wasn't for engineering. It was, mm -hmm. I was a football player and mm -hmm. doctor was tripping and said my heart too. You know, yeah, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was whatever story that was. Mm -hmm. So you, you learn how to be a student. Now I have to identify myself as a student. And mm -hmm. from a student, I have to learn how to identify myself as an engineer. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I, I'm mm -hmm. not comfortable in those worlds. I've only been a student for a serious student, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> for like three or four years. As a football player, I'm sure you had a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did, mm -hmm. you know. And now I'm a professional. Mm -hmm. And I just don't see myself as a professional. I don't, yeah. I don't take myself seriously in those meeting rooms. I'm mm -hmm. just like, man, how am I here? Right. You know. Mm -hmm. And um, I was fortunate, though, through my graduate internship, um, I worked under a... Uh, a corporate group, right? So I worked under, I think there were about six master black belts and they were all in a Lean Six Sigma, so continuous mm -hmm. improvement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So um, it's basically the skill of learning change, how do you implement change within organizations, mm -hmm. what's the process of change, and then we're changing to make more money, right? So right. what can we do to make more money, you mm -hmm. know? Looking at processes objectively. Mm. And so coming out of, you know, this transition of no more football, now I'm an engineer and I, you know, God blesses me with this internship, mm -hmm. I learn how to change, mm. you know, so I don't just learn how to change work, but eventually the work flows into your life. Right. So at that point in time, while I'm teaching how to transition, I'm making up PowerPoints on how to transition and mm -hmm. where the emotional curves to changes. Right. 
you eventually acknowledge it in yourself. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, you know, it carries on into my career, even though I feel, um, you know, like inferior. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest lessons I learned from high school was like, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And then I also acknowledge the emotions that come with changing as well, mm -hmm. right? So I'm self-aware right. through this internship. Mm -hmm. And then I take those lessons and I apply it to every job I go to. That makes so much right. sense. Mm -hmm. So now when I'm jumping around, mm -hmm. I acknowledge, you know, what are the phases you're going to feel emotionally when mm -hmm. you do move into a different situation. Mm -hmm. So when somebody else is fearful, I'm saying, ah, it takes me about four weeks and we'll be on the next stage. So with that being stated, when you're in those changing moments, those transitions, do you sit there presently and like, okay, this is the reason why I'm here? Or does it come back to you later? Like, okay, now I understand why I was there, while I was in those situations. Yeah, I think um, I always practice reflection, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. um, so even after this interview, I'm going to ride in the car and think about what did I like about the interview, what did I like, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just like film study all over again, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, I always have the, the athlete mentality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're, if you're practicing on the football field, the coach is going to say, we're going to see after practice, the eye in the sky don't lie. Mm -hmm. So we're going to watch this Makes film and see what you was really doing. Right, right, right. right. Mm -hmm. So that's even like me. So I think, you know, I, I've always practiced just reflecting and trying to say like, okay, in that moment, did you act accordingly? Mm -hmm. And if we could redo, redo that moment, what would you have done better? Because mm -hmm. there's always room for improvement. Uh -huh. And there are only so many situations you're really going to be in. Right. To say that you wouldn't come across another podcast or another podcast interview mm -hmm. that you didn't have the chance to get better. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So we always reserve the right to get better. That is true. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just like now it's my continuous improvement mindset of change. Mm -hmm. And so... Failure is going to happen, right? but it's not the failure you should focus on. Mm -hmm. It's what were the reasons that we failed. Because mm. that's what's going to keep you, yeah, that's what's going to get you to the next level because mm -hmm. that situation is going to happen again. Mm -hmm. So now when I'm in that situation again mm -hmm. and people start offering different ideas right. or it's another comment that's coming out, oh, seen that before, mm -hmm. don't do that, right, seen right, that right. before because I've it's the film study. It's the mm -hmm. reflection. Mm -hmm. All right, now I learn how to move and handle situations differently. That's you kind of flow good. within it. Look at you. Yeah. It's a whole nother side to Chokan I'm going to learn today. Mm. <laughs> All right. And so um, I did read on D Magazine that you had applied to several different jobs, several applications. I think it was like in the 90s. I wish. No. It was actually, <laughs> I applied to 38. I had 38 jobs. Uh, applications mm -hmm. um, and countless interviews uh, before I actually landed my first en engineering job. What made you not quit? Like, okay, maybe this engineering industry is not for me. Because sometimes that can be discouraging. Oh, it was very discouraging. Yeah. Now. That, it was no sometimes about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it I can't believe it. Um, I had just went through grad school to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. Football was taken away from me and engineering was the plan. Mm. And you know, I, I did those tests, I did the internship, and I was just like, no, this is going to happen. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, yeah. I, um, I also understood though, you know, outside of just my will and determination and what have you, um, I think we're at, we're, it's 2010, we're in a recession, right? So industries are already down. Mm -hmm. So I understood it couldn't last like this forever. You're just going to have to wait it out. Right, right, right. You don't have any experience, and all you have is a master's degree. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, you just keep knocking on doors until you get the answer that you want. Right. Only mentality to really have in that situation. Mm -hmm. You know, you pray. You ask for things, but, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you just sit and wait. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's a lot to be said for going through that. Yeah. Um, I think the appreciation of, you know, being able to call myself an engineer mm -hmm. and how serious I was when I finally got that first role, mm -hmm. you know, was because of that experience, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now it's like once I did get my chance, though, I was going to make the most out of it, mm -hmm. you know, 
Cause it was a lot of it, hard work. Correct, because yeah. it was it was no telling when it was gonna happen again in my mind. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like man, I, they finally said yes to me. They mm -hmm. they want. I got the title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I still have my first business cards. You know, from that. Mm -hmm. You know, just mm -hmm. to let you know, like how big that was for me. Mm -hmm. You know, to say like, yo, you're an engineer. Yeah, you did that. You got right, the title. Right, right, mm -hmm. right, right. And so. When I got in there, I mean, I was studying even more, you know, I'm looking for the next certification. I'm just trying to figure out how to not go through that again. Makes sense. Right? Mm -hmm. Like once I got in, I was like, nah, you ain't gonna pull this move on me again, yeah. right? Off the reflection and what was the reasons why mm -hmm. nobody said yes. Mm -hmm. You know, what are those reasons? I don't wanna give you a reason not to accept me. Right, moving I'm forward. Correct, mm -hmm. you know, so it was a bunch of lessons I learned just out the gate real world that's lovely i mean is that motivation come from the stem of your childhood or it was just something that just gradually came because i mean like you mentioned that's motivation you're driven like that's just a lot that was instilled in you to keep moving to keep moving yeah um because it could be from your parents it could be yeah. something so my work ethic comes from my mother Gotcha. Yeah, my mom works like crazy. In fact, a lot of my friends who have known me my whole life mm -hmm. have probably only seen my mom a handful of times. Really? Yeah, that's how much she works. Oh, she is yeah, gone. Yeah, she's a beast. So, um, all right, I'll tell you a story about how much my mom works. So, mm -hmm. I moved back to Texas, let's say, four years ago. I think I moved back four years ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I jumped through a couple jobs. I'm always jumping through jobs. That was pretty much it. Mm -hmm. But I get one and um, they're finally paying me hourly and they're offering overtime. So I'm like clocking in. Yep. You know, I'm like, get we, all about that. To, we about to stack. <laughs> and I come home one day, I'm talking to my mom. I was like, man, I killed it this week. I got 65 hours, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I was racking it up. And so my mom looks at me with a straight face and she's like, that's it? Mm. And at that point in time, I was just like, man, this woman be on something else. Because uh. <laughs> she was like 65. I was, she was like, I'm usually getting around 80, 82. I'm like, what? And I mean, but she's just been there her whole life. That's all I've seen is just like, you know, that type of consistency, yeah. that work ethic, uh, you know, that nose to the grindstone, mm -hmm. you know, that's just been my mom. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think subconsciously you always try to match that in some way, shape, or form, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I never took that sacrifice for granted on what she worked to do so mm -hmm. that we could have, Yeah. right? And um, so now I think uh, I'm a workhorse, I'm a workaholic myself because of it. That makes sense. Yeah. The inspiration there. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's move forward to the freelancer journey. So after all that hard work to get that title of being an engineer, what was your thought process now being to where you are now? Because like you mentioned, you are, in your words, a retired engineer. Yeah, I retired. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the freelancing, um, I think it was just time for a new journey. Mm. Yeah, like, board? Yeah. Mm. Um, I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And um, I think my priorities had changed, you mm -hmm. know, um, as I was transitioning. Um, early on, fresh out of college, it was all about my career. Mm. Uh, getting certifications, trying to get the next raise. Um, but now um, I'm with my daughter more. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to school and we're doing things and that job and that lifestyle mm -hmm. was not conducive uh, to me being the father that I wanted to be. Makes sense. Um, so I had to make a choice and I said that, you no, know, if you're able to do all this, you know, you, you can find another way. Mm -hmm. um, and so I took a step out on faith to just start this journey. Um, prayed a lot, fasted a lot, mm -hmm. you know, I felt like I had, um, permission and um, in so many different ways, you know, mm -hmm. even before I said, let's go, right. you know, um, but I think it was just like um, 
I really try to practice aligning myself with either the character traits of the person that I want to be. Okay. Right? So mm -hmm. I think we all see ourselves as being somebody, and that person is usually great. You rarely meet somebody who says, you know, I want to be a jerk. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, don't, I don't think you're going to say that. Mm -hmm. But who I see Trocon Tampo being at 45 or 50, I need to start making those steps and strides now. Makes sense. You know, and who mm -hmm. I want my daughter to know her father is, you mm -hmm. know, I decided I want to start aligning myself to be that man now. Mm -hmm. And being in those roles and those jobs would not allow it. Makes sense. Cause you say 80 something hours? Wait, 80 plus hours. Well, that's what my mom was doing. But yeah, I was easily putting in like uh, 60, 65. You will have 70 hour weeks. I think um, right now, especially post COVID, uh, to be an engineer, yeah, you clocking it in. Gosh, There's no way you're not. Depending on your company, yeah, you clocking in. It's, it's no way you're not doing 60 plus right now. There's no way that you've been able to do that and spend the quality time that you wanted with your daughter. Right. Yeah. And in the time that I did have to give her, um, I wasn't a pleasant person to be around. Because mm, yeah. you're probably tired. Yeah, and you don't get to be tired, you yeah. know. So it's the work after work. You got to mm -hmm. come home. You know, I got to be daddy now, and I mm -hmm. need to have energy to be daddy. Yeah. And um, I just felt like... I was pouring all my energy into the wrong places. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So uh, for me, um, as morbid as it may sound, um, I challenged myself to say, you know, who do you want around you on your, um, when you're at your deathbed? So if you're laying in your deathbed, who are the people going to be around you? That's a deep thought. Uh, give your time to them now. Mm. And yeah. at that point, I was giving more time to my job than the people that I said wanted to be around me. Mm -hmm. And so I had to make the leap. That, okay, so I have to ask you, your mindset is definitely different from a lot of people that I meet on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm. Would you say you get that from your father? Who do you get that from? I don't know. Because <laughs> you do have deep, like, you have deep, deep thoughts from the spiritual mindset. I mean, just in general. Our conversation right now, who do I want at my deathbed and give them that time while I'm here presently? That yes. is a deep thought. Really? You don't think so? Um, I mean, it's probably ordinary for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you say you get that from somebody? Like any personality? I don't, I don't know uh, if I just get it from somebody because there's nobody around me thinking like this. Okay, so right? you are uh, the elephant in the room. Am I? <laughs> so um, what I have done is that I've tried to hang around older people. Okay, okay. And understand their mindsets. Okay. Right, so um, in my mind, it's like, okay, we all get one go round at life. Mm -hmm. You know, your first time being 21 is your last time being 21. That's it. Your first time being 31 is your last time being 31. Mm -hmm. So how do I learn how to do my first and last the best? Mm -hmm. And just ask somebody who's done it. Mm. And once um, I started hanging around older people more and uh, just understanding their life stories and their mm -hmm. life journeys, then it, it, things really started to click to say like, you know what, if you've lived 62 years, you've probably figured out the best way to live by now. Makes sense. Now, even if that I don't sense. understand mm -hmm. why it's good, mm -hmm. I should understand that there was either a life lesson or a reason behind that hesitation or why you're doing it mm. you know so I either seek it out or I just borrow it and practice it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right yeah so if you are somebody who's you know 10 20 years my elder mm -hmm. 30 years my elder mm -hmm. I'm not just listening to you but I'm watching you right 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 and that then, is a difference correct yeah and then especially if you have been able to ascend to a height that I am praying for at the moment uh -huh, right mm -hmm. Now I'm practicing what you do mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. just apply it to my life. That's I'm asking bad. you what you're reading mm -hmm. and then I apply it to my life now, mm -hmm. you know, and to me, I feel like, you know, over time of practicing that, um, it's kind of sped up my learning curve. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like borrowed wisdom. Yeah. Cause you're very, very smart. 
Um, and I think I've just kind of leaned on my elders. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about your um, your company. How uh, or how did we get to where we are? How was it created, and where did it come from? As far as this idea, Myriad Industries. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I think it kind of came from my, uh, the name comes from my career. So myriad meaning unlimited or a plethora, right? Mm-hmm. So throughout my career, I was I, I was an engineer for 10 years. I worked for 10 different companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to stand where I was like five years. I lived in five different cities. Mm-hmm. So it was always like something different. It was always mm-hmm. something new coming about. Do you get um, bored easily? Um, Sometimes. Okay. I'm sorry. I just had to ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I'm learning consistency. Okay. That was when it was like, we got to start practicing consistency. Right. Um, but, uh, the idea was once I moved back home and, um, I decided that I wasn't going to jump around anymore and I wasn't going to chase my career. I needed something that wasn't going to be boring. Right. And the job wasn't giving me that because I had to sit there and do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. And typically in my career, whenever I got bored, I dipped. That was a two week. I mm-hmm. was applying to something. I mm-hmm. was off to the next company. Yeah. I couldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it got to the point where I jumped around so much that people want, didn't want to hire me regardless of my skill set. Because Yeah, because I was a flight risk. Yeah. Yeah, it was obvious. Mm-hmm. But you had to take the risk because I was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I was a gamble okay. and, you know you usually lost because <laughs> I was gone mm-hmm. um, but Myriad Industries came around digital marketing because it allows me to uh, be a part of multiple industries while still being in one place right you know so a lot of people were like what are you doing in digital marketing or what do you know about that uh, one you know I'm always learning Mm -hmm. Uh, continuous improvement so it was just a new challenge Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but you know what I get from it is is I I meet a lot of different people like yourself and podcasts you know digital marketing restaurant industries all Mm -hmm. these industries that I wouldn't typically be introduced to as an engineer yeah Yeah, and then um, I also get to expose them to like my level of analytical thinking, you know. Mm-hmm. So usually it's a, it ends up being a pretty good marriage because I'm able to support them in some way, shape, or form, right? Mm-hmm. And it works out good for me because I don't get bored at that point right. because something new is around the corner. So there's no limit on the different industries that you partner with or provide your services to. No, there isn't, and. Mm-hmm. Um, to my point earlier, um, with me being in Lean Six Sigma and understanding mm-hmm. continuous improvement, mm-hmm. um, I am very good at looking at processes and people objectively, because that's mm-hmm. probably one of the biggest skills you have to have. Okay. So if I walk into your business, you might say, oh, all restaurants businesses run like this, mm-hmm. or you know, in a dental office, this is how our office runs. Okay. Well, I'm a, a process thinker, I think linearly, Mm-hmm. And I look at things objectively. Mm-hmm. So where you're working within it, you know, subjectively, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it objectively being like, I don't know if you necessarily have to fill out that sheet. And so to me, that sounds like you provide customization for each, not industry, but those services for that particular client. That sound about right? Correct. So okay. usually if I'm, when we're working with clients, um, it's not just digital marketing, but I will give you my two cents on how you could improve your basic processes. Mm. So I will look at you objectively. I'm like, all right, well, what are, what are, what is, what are we trying to do here mm-hmm. uh, for your business, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to say, well, we need to market it because we want to bring more business in, right? We want right. to fill up that sales funnel. Mm-hmm. Well, when we fill up that sales funnel and you get all that business that we can bring you, how do you plan on handling it? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're now offering, you're looking for more than you ever had before. Mm-hmm. What is the plan to handle this more? That's true. Because some people are not ready for that next stage. You want the instant gratification, but what happens once you get that gratification? How do you plan on sustaining it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of the questions that I pose. You know, that's have you good. thought about this? Mm-hmm. And so if you look at our website and our ads, it's consult myriad. Mm-hmm. It's not myriad industry right. because eventually we're in a we're going to cross into consulting mm-hmm. and teaching you how to build systems mm-hmm. within your business to handle all the new business that we're going to bring you. 
So I'm not just going to say like, hey, we're bringing you business. Facebook page doing great. Mm -hmm. Instagram got the likes. Good luck, Chuck. Right. You know, I, <laughs> it's I'm a different level after that. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. If we're trying to ascend, mm -hmm. you know, then let us ascend. Yeah. You know, so as you grow, I grow. And that's mm -hmm. kind of how we build it. Um, I tell my team it's a relationship business mm -hmm. and we're here okay. to build relationships, you mm -hmm. know, because mm -hmm. if we're doing a good job, your business should grow. Mm -hmm. And if I'm helping your business grow, mm -hmm. why would you leave? True. That is true. I mean, it's all about retaining. It's hard to get them, but it's hard. It's even harder to keep them. Correct. So once you get this new business, how are you going to sustain that? Mm -hmm. And I sustain you by helping you sustain your business. Mm, I like that. And so I know for me, it's very important when it comes to systems. And you just mentioned systems. So what does that mean to incorporate that into your business? How important that is? Well, you're going to have to have some type of structure mm -hmm. involved in standard processes. Mm -hmm. um, not just for you, but because as you grow, you're going to have to hire people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. want them to know what to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't just assume because they were a clerk somewhere else, they know how to be a clerk where you're at. True. You know, um, in all the different businesses that I've been in and industries I've worked in as an engineer, when I was called an industrial engineer in one place, I could be called an industrial engineer for a totally different company and my job roles were completely different. Mm. It was just a title. Right. Right. So each business runs differently. Mm -hmm. How does your business run? Right. What is your culture? What mm -hmm. do you value as an entrepreneur or business owner? Mm -hmm. And then how are we creating a system? Uh, conducive to you exuding that not just for your customer for but for your employees as well mm. so not only from the external for the digital marketing but you help internally with the business itself correct 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 so um, eventually you know we start noticing shortcomings within your business due to the influx of new business right so we're mm -hmm. gonna fill up your sales funnel through great marketing, great mm -hmm. visuals, right. content management, all that. Mm -hmm. So when the new business comes in, you know, how are you going to handle it? Because that old system wasn't made for all this extra business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be shortcomings somewhere. There's going to be arguments that end up happening. Now we go into the change cycle, right? Mm -hmm. And now I'm the expert in change. You know, what's going on? Mm -hmm. Your business is growing. Mm -hmm. And now we're experiencing growing pains. Right. How do we handle these changes? Mm -hmm. That's what I try to coach you through at that point. Wow. Okay, so we're going to have to have a system here mm -hmm. to keep these arguments from happening now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At first, it didn't matter because we were only handling five a day. Right. Now it's 50 a day, mm -hmm. and I'm upset because everybody wants to do a good job at work. Right. But I'm missing something. Mm -hmm. We're missing something. Mm -hmm. The customer's yelling at me, right. and we don't know how to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then here comes, here comes the objective thinker that's saying, well, maybe we should bring in this system or mm -hmm. maybe we don't need all this paperwork right here mm -hmm. you know or what does this form really tell us mm -hmm. where else could we use the same information so we're not filling out the same types of information over and over again mm -hmm. how can mm -hmm. we copy paste and make our lives easier you know right. and that's just a very you know layman's term explanation of mm -hmm. what we're doing you know mm -hmm. but we're trying to add automation and standardization yes. Yes. into the business world right yeah so everybody isn't necessarily technically savvy mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. you would like to have somebody who is to tell you hey just go get that mm -hmm. and they'll knock it out for you i like it i mean just so seamless when you have that type of mindset when it comes to systems all right so this season is the day in life of entrepreneurs i have with me i have to go back to my notes because you corrected me on facebook Hashtag Funday Sunday, Mr. Funday Sunday. Sunday Funday, how See? you get, you got it wrong again. And I couldn't even find it on my notes. I'm like, where is it? <laughs> so how did this nickname come about? Man. After all, wait, 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 before you answer. <laughs> okay. It's a serious side of this fella, and there is a fun side of this fella. Is there? Yes, it is. Okay, right. backstory. The second time I met this fella, shout out to Ashley. We was at her house working, 
And this guy comes upstairs with how many bottles in your backpack? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> so he's trying to be all shy now. But after all that serious professional, he has a whole nother side. So, Mr. Well, Sunday, right. Sunday. Work hard, play hard. Yeah. Work Here we hard, go. Here we go. Play hard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't put in all this work and not reward yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like a Mr. Sunday Fun Day. I tell people all the time, uh, I have a lot of friends who come in from out of state, mm -hmm. and whenever they do and they're trying to visit Dallas, mm -hmm. I'm like, look, you li you're leaving on Monday. Mm -hmm. Sunday is the best day in Dallas, mm -hmm. and that's kind of where it goes. So it's like, if you are with me on Sunday, it's about to be an experience. Now. Pre-COVID, <laughs> I had the whole play from like 2 to 11. Mm -mm. You know, post-COVID, I got some pool parties going on right now. Just for Mr. Sunday Fun Day, invite only. You know, we're trying to be respectful to, you know, uh, the new way of living. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know, hand sanitizers, give me 50 feet. We're right. doing all that. Right. Um, but, it's, <laughs> but it's still a good time. It's still mm -hmm. a very good time. It is. You came to the last pool party. I did. I did. I walked in there. <laughs> this man had his cooler <laughs> with two different kinds of Simply Lemonade, some botanical peach infused uh, kettle wine, and some nice champagne. He's like, "You let's pull up. Like, what's up, Bree? Let's get to it." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm yeah. just a guest. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this is what we do here. This is this is it." And I appreciate <laughs> that. So. I mean, with that being stated, how is the day in life? I mean, post and pre-pandemic, how are you moving forward with, I mean, even just your dating life, period. Like, what's going on? My who life? Your you don't have a dating life? No. None? Yeah, I don't date. Why? Because... That's what this conversation is all about. Oh, this is about Why? dating right yeah, now? Yeah, yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were going to go here. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, man. I don't it's date. called This season is called... The dating life of entrepreneurs. Oh, the dating life. Yeah, Whoa. So you did not read your notes. But it's At okay. all. <laughs> Yo, I don't date. Why is that? I don't that? date. Because I'm watching people who do date, mm. and they having trouble with it. Mm. So until they start figuring out, there's no point in me jumping in. Mm. I, mean, I mean, your own lane, though, that still discourages I'm, you? I'm chilling. So do you have any, okay, your cousin just got married. That he didn't did. encourage you? I was happy for him. Oh, from afar. Not that, okay, Yo, let me I look. think it was a beautiful wedding. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, it has to be a deeper level to that. Okay. Is it a situation where in the past, none of them worked out and it was their fault, not mine, and I just don't want to go through that? It has oh, to be no. a deeper level. No, I don't think it's any like hurt, scar, or you anything like that. Fun. Well, there is no fun. I'm just working, <laughs> and I got my Sunday fun day. Okay. Like, that. that's kind of it for me. Um, I think because I am, I'm a father. This is true. So that brings its own uh, challenges, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then um, I just think it's priorities. Like, dating isn't a high priority for me right now. Mm. And it just is what it is. I think it's not... I don't get lonely or you wouldn't want to be with somebody. Uh, but that's just not where I'm at right now. Mm, that's, okay. that's not my season. I know this is your season. This is. That's not my season <laughs> right now. <laughs> I didn't mean you said that. But I mean, okay, like what if you may go to the bar, go to Oak, and a nice lady may come to you, y'all have a great conversation. Would that potentially get a number to see what that could be or is just really not in your sight yeah i'm not i'm not out trying to date or meet anybody um i mean just like yeah, on the cuff it happens it happens all the time on off the cuff on the cuff um where i might get a number likelihood of me using it slim dang um my phone is pretty dry dang yeah i'm, I'm chilling I'm not i mean you it. are like focused yeah i'm not on it at all Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, with your daughter, and you know, you want to be careful with who you bring around, right? Mm -hmm. Is, do you think that may be an add-on as well of why you're not dating? Me and her uh, have some, we have conversations about it. Okay. Me and my daughter have conversations about me dating and stuff. Okay. Um, 
But her only thing is, I know her best friend, uh, or I don't even think it was her best friend. I know one of her friends' dad got engaged. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, they don't like the woman, dad. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so at that point in time, that's when we started talking about dating. And I was like, all right, if I bring somebody around, you know, we got to make sure you like her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for me and her, that's kind of as far as it's really gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but out of respect to whoever I do date, mm-hmm. um, I would like to be able to make time for you, you know. So I think I would have to create time to actually date. And so um, for me to date right now, which I've tried it in the past, it's just been really selfish Mm -hmm. uh, because I can't give you the time or make time for you, Mm -hmm. you know. So like I said, it's more just priorities, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm building a business. Um, We're trying to market ourselves as well as other customers. Right. Um, Then I'm helping my customers get off the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus be a father, be at the house, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's other hats within my family uh, that I'm wearing. Uh, to add a whole nother person and say, let's start a relationship um, would be selfish because I couldn't give you what you would probably need anyway. I like that. I like it. Okay. And so would you be, are you particular? Let me say that. Are you particular with either being an entrepreneur that understands the entrepreneur lifestyle or are you okay with a nine to five, even C-suite? director vp ceo things of that nature um personally i don't like um corporate because i got corporate mindset if you Mm -hmm. got corporate mindset and that's like a book you know i think we got two similar mentalities to really like complement each other like we Mm -hmm. couldn't be the yin to the yang Mm -hmm. Mm because we're going to be both very headstrong Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in our approaches um and we're both leaders too, so to willingly follow at any given time, I don't know, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so I would have mm-hmm. to find somebody that, to me, um, I'm more about like compatibility, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and can you offer uh, the other side a perspective that I can't see, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not necessarily um, about any type of position or profession. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as it is, like, can you see what I'm missing? Mm, and plug those holes in. Yeah. Correct. I got right, you. right. Because I, I, I don't know everything. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And so now we're just going to get into our segment of highs and lows. This is the storytelling of the podcast. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yes. So uh, give me a high in your life where you was like, dang, I did that. Like, this is your bragging time. Anything that you would like to share? Something you're excited about, those results. I know you're very oh, analytical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A high that I did that, jeez. Uh, oh, yeah. Um. Let's see, I actually, um, I designed uh, a particular type of paint hmm. for a company, and I installed their whole paint line. Um, and so now, whenever you see, and I ain't giving out no free promos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not today. Yeah, I ain't giving out no free promos, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, I designed a particular type of paint. I remember I had to fly back and forth and I worked with uh, some of the top paint companies in the world, Mm -hmm. and we made this little mixture. We came back to our factory, I brought in the whole paint line. I was the engineer over all that. So now whenever you see their conduit pipe, that paint inside of it, Trocon Tompo designed it. That line that they're running out, they're probably kicking out like, you know, 600,000 feet of pipe a month. That paint, I did it, I designed it, I put that line in, that's mine. That's legit. Yeah, I did that. How did you feel about that, like, once that project was over? When it was over, I was glad it was over because there was a lot of stress. There was a lot mm-hmm. of meetings. There was, like yeah, it. it was a lot. But when I called my old coworkers, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, y'all still using that thing? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, it's still working. We're pumping it out. I'm like, Really, you know, because you need to get yeah. you some cake. You still need to get a Really, cake. it's still kicking, huh? You know, so uh, I think that was a very 
uh, very cool just to say I've done, right, to experience yeah. it, being mm -hmm. part of a project like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right, so now we're going to get to a moment. Um, we're going to talk about some lows that have happened in your life. Something that made you question, like, man, God, I know you placed this in me, but nothing's going right from my sight. You know, things happen like that all the time. From your sight, it don't look right, but as soon as you get done with that journey, uh, now I see why. So anything like that has happened to you, and what was the lesson behind it? Hmm. There's a lot of lows out here. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot of lows. Uh, higher high and lower lows. So usually with lows, just my perspective is, is that, you know, you can't have um, happiness without experiencing sadness, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so in order to experience higher levels of like happiness or joy, mm -hmm. you're going to have to experience like uh, lower like defeats. That's you know what I'm saying? True. It's almost like you gotta get drove into the ground mm -hmm. to jump to a higher or to ascend to a higher level. I agree. Um, I think one of the biggest lows in my life um, was actually my first time going to Liberia. Mm. Um, it was because uh, my grandma lived with us for about, I want to say six or seven years. Mm -hmm. And while I was in college, she moved back to Liberia. Mm -hmm. um, and during that time, I was playing college football and um, I was going to school and I was prioritizing like the work. Mm -hmm. But every conversation I had with my grandma was just like, you know, when are you coming to see me? When are you going to see me? Mm -hmm. You know, and I just, I couldn't make time. I wouldn't make time, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I prioritized school and football, and then I, it crossed over into my career. It yeah. was just like, I don't have time for it. Mm -hmm. So the first time I went to Liberia was because my grandma had passed away. Oh, wow. And so my first time going home was to go to her funeral. Mm -hmm. And I was the favorite grandchild. Like mm -hmm. everybody knows I was the favorite grandchild. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for me not going out there, even at the funeral, I like, I like to talk. Mm -hmm. I couldn't speak. I couldn't talk at the funeral. Like I just didn't have any mm -hmm. words. Um, so, you know, fast forward now, you get my mm -hmm. perspective where I'm just like, no, mm -hmm. you know, I'm gonna prioritize the people who mean most to me in life. That makes sense. Outside of like work, mm -hmm. career, money, because that was probably one of the, my biggest lows in life, mm -hmm. was not being able to enjoy mm -hmm. Liberia with my grandma. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. So, uh, higher highs and lower lows. Oh, wow. That, kind, that really comes to a full circle for me listening to that story. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. And I'm sorry to hear about your grandmother. All right, so um, my next segment is called One Free Advice. Mm. Yes. Um, I feel like certain times people pay for advice when sometimes those best advices are really free. So what advice do you have for somebody? Because I'm a hopper too. I've been in several different jobs. I've wanted to do one thing and then now I'm doing something totally different. So if you could provide some advice to those people that's like, I'm still trying to find myself, you know? I'm still in this journey. If you have any advice for them, anything. Um, it don't even have to be that, just any free advice. Well, I would say that um, if you're trying to be an entrepreneur or you're hopping around, you're trying to figure out what you're good at, um, your greatness is right in front of you. Mm -hmm. um, so once you stop searching and looking everywhere else it's literally right in front of you and around you right 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 so you know you already have everything you need if you just take the time to stop and evaluate what you're doing mm -hmm. what you're good at and what resources you have around you yeah you know tap into your current resources tap into yes. the relationships you already have yes you know and uh just see, you know, because, uh, man, I tell people all the time, you never know who's in my phone, but you never know who's in your phone. That's true. As well, you That's know. That's true. And, you know, three degrees, three degrees of separation, 
Um, who could you call right now that you know is well connected? Mm -hmm. You know, you know some successful people. You know somebody. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they would help you if you were serious. Mm -hmm. You know, now if you ain't serious, that's a totally different ball game. Yes, it is. And sometimes <laughs> people helping you is based off of your character mm -hmm. more than actual your actual capabilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They might just want to see you win. Yeah. You know, so. Um, I was just say your greatness is right in front of you. You don't have to go far. You really don't have to look far at all. It's right there. That's good. Just be present. That's what I got from that. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I know you're working on a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share with the class some upcoming events that you may have? Any more pool parties? Any events? Anything of that nature, what Trocon got going on? Man, What's Miss, cooking? Mr. Sunday Fun Day is a movement. In case you, if you, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> All right, Mr. Sunday Fun Day is a movement. So um, that's kind of like the biggest thing we're pushing right now. Mm -hmm. More pool parties, you're going to see more videos, mm -hmm. more dope content with Mr. Sunday Fun Day. Mm -hmm. um, Myriad Industries is a lifestyle. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My team, I, I'm just so you know grateful to have them. Uh, what we're doing, the culture that we're building, mm -hmm. who we are um, as entrepreneurs. We're all professionals. Um, we're all STEM professionals at that. Mm -hmm. So with just building our company and our culture, um, what we've actually been doing is we've been recording ourselves. So there's a lot of content and just what yeah. y'all being able to watch us and how we actually built this company. Mm -hmm. um, so with this whole big STEM agenda and STEM movement that you're seeing going on, uh, one thing that I've taken upon myself um, is to um, be more transparent with what it looks like to be an engineer. Mm -hmm. I feel like oftentimes uh, we associate being an engineer with like a certain character type yeah. or a certain personality. Mm -hmm. um, and so um, with Myriad Industries, I think we have a bunch of different types of engineers. We have uh, architects, we have business analysts, uh, we got uh, cybersecurity experts. We have all these different fields of engineers and all of our vibes are completely different. Mm -hmm. All of our looks are completely different, our personalities. And so just being able to show ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, to allow, you know, um, kids, students, or just even adults who want to transfer over yeah. to see like, all right, what does it really look like on the other side? Mm -hmm. Not just the work, not just the title, but how can you leverage this skill set and this mindset for yourself? Because mm -hmm. that's basically what we're doing. Right. You know, we're established professionals who are mm -hmm. saying, no, we can build systems. Let's build our own. Yeah. You know, so uh, I think that's a big thing right now. So the Myriad Industries YouTube channel is going to be coming out here soon where you actually nice. get to see us. Uh, Mr. Sunday Funday, I'm going to be at the pool parties in the tropical bucket. That's me. Um, uh, I am totally different on Sunday than I am any other day of the week. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it's Tuesday today, so this is all you get. <laughs> um, um, but out, outside of that, um, we have um, we got Monrovia Lounge, Monrovia Lounge, Liberian mm -hmm. Cuisine. Uh, amazing food. Mm -hmm. We're still pushing them. We've been pushing them all throughout COVID. We're still going. Uh, go try out the food. Go eat it now. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Ah, um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it for them. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really that good. Mm -hmm. um, and and we're just we're just creating content, man. Mm -hmm. um, we got new videographers. We got we got guys from LA. We, we man it's just so many projects right now and mm -hmm. i don't want to say people's names because i'm going to leave people out right 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 and so mm -hmm. that's what i'm afraid of but at consult myriad just look at the work it's speaking for itself the mm -hmm. brand is growing right now yeah um right now we basically have uh this is kind of like a soft launch 2021 is mm -hmm. we're gonna go bananas mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so um this is just me before the steam this is me before we really fire up this engine because we got a cannon, we got a beast, man. Myriad Industries is a movement. With that being stated, how can people um, get in contact with you? Your handlers, your website, et cetera. At Consult Myriad. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, at Consult Myriad. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Oh, what about personally? How we can keep up with these pool parties? You can. Oh. <laughs> Pool parties are invite only. You just got to go on Consult Myriad and watch what we're doing. Ah, uh, so invite you shut only. Us down. Yeah, I'm sorry, we can't do that. that uh, 
That's some Tompo exclusive. That might be a brand in itself. Oh, that do sound nice, yeah, though. You like that? Yeah, that do sound you see nice. What I did there? I did. Yeah, we might have to do something with that. All right, so I always end off all of our conversations. It's called Motivational Moment. It may be a scripture that may come by, and I'm like, oh, that was deep. Um, it may be a quote. It may be something that I just heard. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to steal that and bring it on to the podcast. <laughs> Today, I actually just Googled it. And it came from a book. It was really unknown. Mm-hmm. But 99.9% most of my motivational moments go with um, that conversation. And I think this one goes as well. So congrats to me. So this one is, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds that you plant. Mm. So what usually happens here is that I say what it means to me. And then you backdoor and let me know what it means to you. Cool. You got it? So I'm going to repeat it one more time. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. So when I initially read that, to me, I thought about the growth experience that we go through on an everyday basis. Um, Some people are just so quick to just want that result then and there. But certain times you have to plant that seed, water that seed, and let it go. Pray over that seed, watch it, water it again, come back, and then it'll do what it'll need to do. From there, once it's done, you will see the growth. You will see the in-between. You will see the process. So when I read that, that's what it meant to me, that certain times we have to be careful with just wanting the result God will put us in different places to where we won't see the result until years and years later. Maybe not by the end of the day, maybe not by tomorrow. It takes time. Mm -hmm. So that's what I got from that. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, Mr. Critical Thinker? I don't know. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, I think um, for me, like life happens in seasons, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Uh, So everything's not for every season and everybody mm-hmm. doesn't last for every season. I agree. Right? Yeah, that's the I but, agree. Um, to the quote, if life happens in seasons, which I believe, you know, um, there's a sowing season, there's a reaping season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in life, you should always be sowing mm-hmm. and reaping, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you could be in a harvest season, but even if you're in a harvest season, you have to be sowing for the next season to reap. That's true. Right. So for me, it's just reap and sow, reap and sow, you know. Mm-hmm. So even as, you know, I may be receiving blessings, I want to be a blessing, mm-hmm. not for this season, for, for the next season or the next season after, right? Like um, because you never know when your drought is coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you are harvesting and you mm-hmm. are reaping, you got to sow right away. That's true. Because there's always going to be a drought eventually. That is you know? true. You and that's why, that yeah, just reap and sow, reap and sow. So just always... Uh, when I listen to that, just, man, practice giving. Givers receive. That's true. Like, so for me, I'm never, I'm not so worried about um, reaping anymore. Because mm-hmm. just give. Givers receive. Mm-hmm. You know, be a blessing and God will bless you. That's true. So I just really changed my focus into just sowing seeds. I like it. Everything else takes care of itself. That's true. Just sow seeds. Especially when it's out of your control. <laughs> All you can do is just go with the flow. All right, so that is it. You sure? Yeah, I promise that's it. Man. Did you enjoy yourself? It was all right. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> I guess I caught you a couple times. Man, he caught me a few times. <laughs> well, did you have anything for our people that's listening? Any last thoughts? Anything you feel like, oh, snap, I forgot that? No, I'm ready to go. That's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> you done with me. All right. Well, we want to say thank you so much, ladies and gents, for tuning into What's Good Podcast Season 3, Dating Life of Entrepreneurs. I want to thank you, Trollcon, for coming through today. You're very welcome. I'm glad I got to pop off Season 3. I didn't know yes, I was the first one. You are the first. I set the bar high. Let yes. them know. I mean, you gave us everything. So thank you so much for your advice. Thank you so much for just sharing your mentality with us. Other than that, if you're listening to this morning, noon, evening, night, we want to say thank you and have a great one.
Hey guys, for more updates, you can follow me on Instagram at what's good underscore podcast or my personal account b.javon underscore. Javon is spelled J-O-V-A-H-N. You can catch me on Twitter, what's good underscore pod C for Charlie. And then you can also catch me on Facebook at what's good podcast. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and also leave reviews for me to also see and I can also respond back to you guys let me know what you're thinking of the podcast and any updates thank you have a good one